0: All right, uh, this is a Just Say No, and joining me today is Jonathan Evans. He's a good friend of mine, and I'm super excited because this is actually probably the first person. No, I mean, definitely you're the first person I've had on who has worked in sports industry, professional sports industry. You did video work for the Pelicans, correct?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've shot a lot of uh, camera for sports. I've done just about everything. I've done the NBA, I've done college football I've done the NFL, I've done the Zurich Classic, I've worked a lot, of, I've done LSU games, so I've worked a lot of games just really as a cameraman, camera person, and
0: um, yeah,
1: that's what I've been doing with sports probably for the last decade. Okay, so you, I would say that you're like
0: more involved, involved with sports or a team than like most people, I would argue, right?
1: Uh, for the if you worked a whole season with somebody, like I did a whole season of Tulane football, by the time you get into your second or third game, you know the routine of the stadium, like you recognize the people that work there. You have your own routine that you developed with your people that you're working with. Uh, and then when you're working, like say Tulane football, I worked like a camera that shot like a pretty wide shot. I had the whole, uh, from sideline to sideline would be in my shot and I would have to follow the play and, uh, and, and follow the ball ultimately if they passed <laughs> it or ran it. So, like, you watch sports in, like, a crazy way because you're literally watching it for the movement of the players. And so it definitely changed how I looked at sports. Football is more fun to shoot than basketball. Basketball is, like, crazy chaotic because it's really fast.
0: Okay. Well, I feel like like when you get super involved with anything, it definitely is going to change your perspective on it. But, like... Uh, let's go back uh, a little bit, uh, because this is where I, I usually start most of my conversations with people, is uh, how uh, did sports come about in your world? So, like, where, where, where are you originally from? Pineville, Louisiana. Pineville, Louisiana. And so, was sports, like, a big part of your upbringing? I didn't play sports, but I watch sports, and I play video
1: games. Uh, I have favorite players and stuff. I like the NFL, and... Yeah, I'm about to say the MLB and the NBA. That's the dumbest answer. I liked <laughs> all, all the major sports, ones. Yeah. Like, yeah, the the regular ones. Um, but yeah, I, I consume sports year round. When I was a kid. I would wake up in the morning and I would watch Sports Center, like That's, while I would eat my breakfast, go I to know. school I eat from like fifth grade. Like, so I consume sports like that.
0: So, so, um, so would you say your like, I guess early passion for sports and whatever sense that is, did that come from like your parents or? Were you kind of just organically, like, I like sports.
1: I started watching sports when I was a kid with my with my grandfather. So we would do that on the weekends. Um, my mom worked a lot of weekends, so I would stay with them. And, you know, we would watch the football games. And then in Louisiana, they were up in Natchitoches. So up there, it's like Saints fans for sure, but there's like a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans. So this was like in the era of like uh, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin. Yeah. Troy Aikman, eventually they had uh, Deion the Sanders, the <laughs> yeah, and uh, Alvin Harper, all those dudes, and uh, so they were winning, I think they won three out of four Super Bowls, so I was coming in at that point in time, and so I love the Saints, but I also really love the Cowboys, so like Troy Aikman was like my favorite player, I had like his jersey and stuff.
0: So as far as loyalties go, um, you would you would say you were kind of in a crossover territory that was not really loyal to any one team i mean did your grandpa like specifically like worship one team at all well i mean yeah being from louisiana yeah i'm list-
1: i'm gonna follow the saints because on fox on sundays it would be the saints game and the, the cowboys game yeah. so you would always get to watch those two teams because that's where we were regionally so i just always wa- i would watch those two games back to back um, so
0: no one in your family, you really didn't have like a dedicated, like you, you didn't have a team per se. Uh, like I said, the States Cowboys. Uh, but then like, you know, when I
1: had a, a Colts jersey for whatever <laughs> reason, uh, when Peyton started and I had a, a you know, I had like a um, Carolina Panthers jersey. I remember when those teams came out, everybody would kind of oh, like the Panthers or like the Jaguars. So I, I had like a hat with the Panthers on them. So, uh, so I mean, yeah, I would be enthusiastic about almost any team. Okay, I'm cool. not, I don't think personally I'm like a uh, kid too hung up on who I like, you know, like I, uh, I can like anyone, I guess, really.
0: Nice. And you, and you said you didn't play any sports growing up, correct?
1: No, not athletic,
0: is what <laughs> I would say. Not athletic.
1: Well, like not ping pong? an athletic that kid. that like on, on the menu there? No, I can't even ride a bike. I was not an athlete. Oh, wow. I was a little, I was a little non-athletic child, well, but um, I was pl- I would play computer games. Oh yeah, so, I like, mean I uh, love
0: computer games, but I, I was stuck in tennis. Yeah. That was what I did as a, a little. Well, actually, you know, um, several people that I've talked to like sports was effectively a way to like get the kid out of the house. Sure. It feels like when we were little. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's I, I played a bunch of sports, and they were hoping like you know parents were throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping maybe yeah. one would stick, and you know make something of at least one of them in high school anyway. Um, but that, I guess that grew out of like a a worship of sports because they were big fans of LSU. So like I grew up in a household where like once a week there was like a dedicated day for a team. It was more of a tribe thing, um, rather than, you know, being just a general fan of sports. Like I definitely remember... L S U more than like the X's and O's of football.
1: And they were like, winning around. at that point in time. Wait, wait what years was this? Were they winning? Oh, this was early
0: ni- no, this was you know, the not I guess so we weren't terrible, but we were just an average team at the time. We was in the nineties. I yeah. guess like Rohan Davis. And you're in yeah. you're in Baton Rouge. No. So I was in Monroe. So but okay. my, but my dad graduated mm. L S U. So like that was, you know, it, it, It's in the family. Now. Yeah, it's in the family. And yeah. my, my grandparents went to LSU. So like that like that was a big deal. I guess from North Louisiana, if you went to, you know, the co- the big Louisiana college down south, it was kind of a big deal. So yeah. that was more celebrated up there. Yeah. So I, I grew up more a, a part of a sports tribe yeah. rather than like being a fan of any one sports in particular. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to talk to you about coming from the different path where you yeah. just kind of organically fell in love with just sports in general. You didn't have like a, a loyalty to any team no. per se, and you just got to like enjoy it For what it was at the time. But, like, the games are only part of the week.
1: So, like, if you say you watch six hours of football... And I was the only kid. So, if you watch six hours of football on the weekend, you need to watch a couple games. But, like, between Sunday and Sunday or Monday and Sunday... I'm playing untold hours of video of like Madden and and well I like Quarterback Club but yeah you play those games and so you would definitely you would get enamored with the certain stars like oh that's a terrible person I'm gonna list Warren Moon I know he's got a checkered (laughs) past but at the time he didn't have he didn't have checkered past that we knew about so he was awesome on the video game Randall Cunningham Mm -hmm. was always on these football games and they had that dude set at a 100 on speed so you could pretty much just pick him and uh you just run the ball in the end zone. They overcompensated. But I I would get more enamored with like the players, like or Cordell Stewart. Yeah. He could play he was like, I'm on offense and I'm on defense.
0: See that? that was
1: dope. and uh Dion I love Deion Sanders. So I think I liked it more for the personalities than like maybe and again, even to this day, I still root for the Saints for sure. I'm very happy when they win, but like I also get happy no pretty much anybody who wins. Thing. No, I'm like, oh, that's cool. They won. Great. Good for and you. Yeah, it
0: sounds like you'd like really enjoy fantasy football. No, really,
1: don't have the time. Too yeah. much work.
0: Fair enough. I mean, the, yeah, that's fair. But I think as far as like following the individual player, you could. No. No. Okay. See, no. See that the game. It, i don't want to mess with
1: it on that level because it's too intricate like uh i want to be able to just watch it and not have any interest like if Fair. if tb12 doesn't do his job you know like i'm not going to get upset about it I'd be like, oh well he didn't do good
0: that's crazy that you're so like hands off on i mean i guess again since you're working kind of in it too that yeah. it plays a factor but uh, let's go let's go back again a little bit um so, you organically kind of fall in love with sports. You don't really play sports. You're going through, I guess, elementary, high school with that same kind of, did sports ever pick up at any point in time during that time?
1: No, I was bad.
0: Okay, so you, you just kind of maintain.
1: We played touch football okay. in junior high, and uh, and I was like, not good. And then they let me be quarterback for one play, and I immediately threw an interception. No, I was terrible at sports. I was an uncoordinated, like kid. So no, it wasn't happening.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I guess you learned that lesson uh, a little bit earlier than someone like me, who like kept at it till like yeah. late high school, trying to make sports happen.
1: Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't
0: it? So no, and, and nothing in college. Uh, and where'd you go to college?
1: I went to UNO.
0: You went to UNO. So, y'all didn't really have too much. baseball team. And yeah, team. their baseball team was good. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you you were around, I guess, in a sense, a successful sports tribe.
1: Yeah, I guess. But also, I mean, a lot of the teams, you know, they lose for long periods of time. So, the Dallas Cowboys, like, won for a few years when I was a kid. But then they've, they've been okay since then. So And mm-hmm. the Saints definitely have, like, had, well, in the 90s, they were so crazy bad
0: yeah i think in our uh, lifetime unless you are a patriots fan or um i guess a golden state fan or even in your younger days a chicago's fan you really aren't exposed to like a super uh, oh an alabama fan i guess in today's uh college era you aren't really exposed to a lot of winning it really comes and goes in cycles
1: but but in their short cycles like i mean the, the cowboys won like three super bowls out of four but then that was it like i think Troy Eggman was on a downward spiral, uh, not downward spiral. He wasn't getting, like, Trent Reznor levels of dark, but he was mm-hmm. t- he was tapering off uh, every season after that. Uh, yeah, and even people like Steve Young, he only won, like, one time. But it just yeah. feels like he was, like, this uh, huge figure, Yeah, like, watching a, him play.
0: It, it, in a way, I'm kind of grateful for that. It makes me definitely appreciate the highs even more. Like, as an LSU fan, I definitely remember the championship years and mm-hmm. – And I guess there was a little micro-dynasty there for LSU. LSU feels
1: like they're always winning,
0: aren't they? I know, man, because, again, in the early 90s, I mean, they were just kind of average. But when did Nick Saban come in? Nick Saban came in, um, let's see, I got to Baton Rouge in 2003. So Nick Saban, I think, came in, like, 2002, 2003,
1: and y'all were straight. Y'all were straight winning the whole time, right?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. He built. He built that program um, to what it is today, Uh, and you could argue that that's good or bad. (laughs) (laughs) It it might be. It may or may not be a criminal institution. Um, But uh, okay, you got to get dirty to get get them rings. Um so yeah he built up the success yeah, a he, little bit you know but um it's kind of been fleeting since it feels like it's slipping away like that yeah. 2019 year a couple of years ago just feels like lightning in a bottle yeah. now at this point with how things are looking this year but I mean you you're right I mean at any given time and especially in college because the turnover is so high yeah. You, there's yeah there's a chance to swing back any given year yeah. you know
1: um my my yeah I worked an LSU game right when i was getting started and i got to be like a sideline camera person just to get like extra
0: shots so All right, i so would, just sorry to pause you so you're at uno doing film
1: i've graduated this was okay, like 2009
0: so okay. 8 or 9 so we're out of college now and you're yeah, working and as I'm a film a young production professional uh, and, and i'm you're working at LSU. camera okay.
1: and i've worked in the studio for a while and eventually got drafted into doing sports stuff and i got to go shoot an LSU game and I, uh on the day after thanksgiving so they like play the same person every year for that right Do they
0: um it for have a, a little dog with no them? yeah it was uh i think it was arkansas for a long time when i
1: played when i shot it i think they had a they brought a dog with them
0: oh then that would have been uh uga maybe that would have been georgia
1: maybe i'm maybe i'm mistaken it was a long time ago but here's what was cool It's crazy down there. There's like so many people on the sideline. uh, It's infinitely interesting. I only ever got to do it one time. Yeah. But when you're like down there and you're looking up and there's like all these people, it's just a wild perspective. It's like a hundred thousand people. And they're like, oh, there they are. And it's just, it just makes you think about the pressure people are probably under when they're down there. Oh. Like, it's crazy just to be, like, looking up. Oh, here's all these people. I hope I don't screw up or, like, fart on myself or something. Like, who knows what will so happen.
0: Every now and I would say that, like, probably um, this only happens around the World Cup. Um, when people in kind of large are like, oh, man, the world is descending upon this one city to watch soccer. You know, like, there's going to be... 300,000 maybe a million plus LSU people. does it every yeah, week and it's like a big college program yeah. not just LSU like yeah. Bama does it like all these big college programs that happens every week there's
1: like more people in
0: that stadium yeah. that are in my hometown oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I, I'm, I, I don't take it for granted what yeah. I got to like see and live through I think yeah. it's very easy to if you're from the area and are like an LSU fan yeah. or a Saints fan it's very easy to but it's like to get sixty thousand yeah. plus people to do anything, yeah, in unison, even cheer is they like it. It's something special. And, that, and what was
1: interesting was when that game was over, we we had to take buses to get back to where we were parked. Uh, the crew, yeah, and I left my system. I left my iPhone on the bus. Uh And so I went back to my car and I, and I was like, Oh crap, where's my phone? I tried to go back and like find one out of, I was probably like this bus convoy of people trucking people out of the stadium to wherever they part, like several miles away. So it was like one bus needle in a haystack type thing. I was like, I'm never going to find this phone. So I remember I left the game and I went to the, uh, the Apple store in the mall in Baton Rouge and I bought another phone. I just accepted it. It was like, this is a loss. This phone is gone. I probably should have looked harder, but you know, I was in game mode. <laughs>
0: Sorry about. I your gotta phone. get this. No, it
1: was ten <laughs> years ago. I've had iPhones are expensive to lose, but that's another another conversation, that's, yeah, that's a different conversation. for another
0: day. Um. So, so you got to do. Or, so, that, was was that your first like kind of gig as far as like doing video production for a No. Yeah, that was early on. It, it, that
1: we did that. Um. Like working on a two lane game does not mean you're like a in demand person. No, it well, was I mean, all. It was only ever resonate, like a. I've always wanted to do other types of film stuff. So, working in the sports stuff is a complete like almost like LARPing or something. It's just not a thing that I'm looking <laughs> to do full time. Because there are people that you got to think about this like. That work in sports. Yeah. And I, I met this dude and he was like, yeah, I'm thinking about moving to Denver because they have baseball, basketball, football, and soccer. Yeah, they got all so there's games. people that they work every game. Like they, they So if they book a Pelican season, that's like their money for the year. Mm-hmm. So you meet all these people and it's like an ecosystem of like a few hundred production people in the city. And uh, I just wouldn't... That's just a different lifestyle to like work... Um, basketball or football especially basketball that's the grueling one it's a long season um we don't really have baseball here not anymore. but yeah it's a lifestyle and so i always felt like i was they called me in when someone else couldn't go in so i was like on a roster of like here's some people if you need a backup person so i would always go in and be the one guy on the crew who was like not in any way in practice like so like i'm very rusty i'm figuring it out like yeah and i've worked like the pelicans games were like straight up stressful because okay. they would be like they would give you a sheet of paper with everyone's headshot on it <laughs> and so sometimes you would be playing like some random team like I don't know any of these dudes
0: you they're like number on.
1: 12 find find someone Brown or something up. like that and you'll like who 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 and they'll be like find this person on the sideline get the coach get the assistant coach and you and, and it was just it was like white knuckle for like Ha- uh, every quarter you do like 18 minutes straight or however many minutes of it and then and then it was just it was always so was, a stressor and so when i stopped doing it i was like oh i like the money yeah but, ooh, i don't like the experience it's yeah. it's definitely you oh, watch basketball time, yeah. from a different angle like you know and so it made me appreciate basketball i will say that i you know we you and i are part of a group of people that have some pelicans tickets and yes yes so i would have never done that. Had I not done that, I was like, Oh, I love basketball. If I could be here, not under like this crazy stressful circumstance and just watch it. So I think it improved my appreciation of watching the games, but I still to this day, I don't really get that invest. I like certain people. I like Drew holiday, Yeah. but like, I don't really have an emotional attachment to any one player. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been able to do a lot of cool things. Like, especially with the Pelicans I've got, I've gotten to work their media days and stuff where you get to be yeah, players yeah. and they're just like, like fun
0: well it, a lot of
1: them are very young they're like 18 to 22 well, it, or so and you're like this is like a kid. oh yeah a just kid. I don't want to say it's a kid but you're very you just did a different mindset yeah. than when you're like 10 years older well you.
0: it's so funny uh, watching those uh, press conferences with these guys and like they'll get these typical atypical questions of not atypical, typical questions of like how did you play out there how do you feel you did it this during this play yada 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 and then they get super their eyes like almost light up when someone asks about like their favorite video game yeah you know like it's just like they we forget very often that these are kids yeah. and um it, uh, that's cool that you get to interact with them on uh, like yeah. that personal level um so you were more or less like a hired gun you didn't have any affinity for wanting to film sports production like that wasn't your uh, thing that was just a paycheck that you had an opportunity to get
1: it was not something that i was going to pursue full-time because it's yeah. it's very it's very regimented and so i like a lot of uh different i like everything to be different as much as i could so every time we i go do something now it's almost always different than whatever the last time was yeah but there it's like you show up if it's like a game that starts at noon you show up at like 3 a.m and you start unloading everything you have to get everything in the stadium and then you you know you you set everything up You check it all and the equipment's like ridiculously expensive like the camera will be like a six like a hundred thousand dollar camera mm. and they'll be like don't drop it and then and you're like all right <laughs> oh, cool. i'm gonna okay. drop it now all right i'll try not to drop uh, this thing i mean you would have like a heart attack if your camera like started tilting or something because it's just like i'm done if i break yeah. this i'm out the i'm out the game so we, uh, then you would eat, like, weird food. Like, everybody would have a bunch of Chick-fil-A or something. And then everybody would always complain about the food. And I would always be like, man, this food's not bad. It's food.
0: Well, so... <laughs> anyway... Comparatively speaking, uh, I guess, to, like, a standard, like, gig where you would get booked in a similar sense, would you say that, like, the sports stuff is, like, a much better gig? Does it, like, pay better, comparatively speaking, to, like, going and shooting, like, a music video? Yeah, the
1: people that do sports are... Uh, very, very, very skilled at what they do. Yeah. So there's a person. If you go, if you go to a Pelicans game and like uh, you're looking around, somewhere in one of the corners, there's going to be a person at the, it's standing on a platform with a camera, mm-hmm. and they're going to They're going to be right towards like the entrance uh, where you the players would come out or something like that.
0: Yeah, right near the tunnel. Yeah,
1: near, near one of the tunnels. That person has a shot in their camera that's super, super zoomed in, almost like waist up of whoever's carrying the ball. Now, that's like that person is 100 yards away from that, and they're following with pinpoint accuracy. And you watch that person. Uh. They are doing that the whole time. They're just moving the camera around. That's why it's like, as I say, it's white knuckles. like It doesn't stop.
0: Yeah. Ball shooting.
1: And then they'll th- start throwing the ball.
0: So you definitely... Just, so
1: these people are like 20-year veteran people. You'll meet some like, some seasoned people who have like done a bunch of stuff and some of these people they get called in like oh yeah they they called me in to go do the mma thing or like these people are like some of these camera operators out there are like very uh interesting people and they've been to like a lot of historic games and stuff and they but they do it but it seems like they don't get
0: to enjoy it like it seems like they're focused on their little one thing that they gotta like take care of
1: i don't know that's subjective. I don't know. For me, I was always like I said, I'm like a backup person that would intermittently get called in. So for me, it was always new. Yeah. I think if I'd done it every single week, yeah, I mean, I, you get used to it.
0: Well, I hope to one day get to talk to one of like, and, I mean, no offense, say
1: what's up to them. Uh, well, you know, oh, I'll they're ask. all sitting up there on the ring at the Pelicans game, and they're they're just random, they're regular people. They're pretty funny people.
0: Well, I mean, if you think they're approachable, you know, I'd be yeah. I'd be down to like maybe approach one at the next game or something. But um,
1: just say what's up. Ask them to look through the lens of your, their camera. Well,
0: yeah, I want them to be, you know, on on the podcast and talk oh. to them about like their, well, or, that's like, easy. yeah, yeah. I'll get you some phone numbers. All right, word appreciated. Phone it. numbers, call, don't text. Appreciate it. Um, it was, but yeah, man, it sounds like you just really. And now, granted, I guess when those kind of people who are lifers per se, yeah, um, they they get a little in the groove. They know what to do, and they I guess they can enjoy the game a little bit more. Okay. Um, whereas it sounds like you on your end, just getting called in like as needed, it sounds like yeah. you got, had to like really focus in on your yeah. job. Um, but I liked it
1: cause I, it wasn't a normal thing. So, um, it, it always, it was always cool to me. Like every time we would go do it, I was like, man, this, I, I, I grew up watching sports. Now I'm filming the sports yeah. and it's on TNT or something like there's yeah. the guy. And so that to me was never not neat. So, uh, but if I had done it every day, if I had to work forty-something games, but like a, a, I would have had different perspective. Now, I, a lot of stuff is like turning. This is a very insider's cute brief. A lot of like robo cams, yeah. where like you'll have a set of a ro- a remotely operated cameras, and they'll have one person, like Wizard of Oz style, sitting like back in a tunnel somewhere, <laughs> working a set of uh, hand controls Monitor. like a video oh. game, like oh, wow. moving around five or six cameras. If you ever look for them, they oh, got wow. one on top of the. Look on top of the uh, goal. They got one mounted on top of the game. They'll move around. And that camera, like if someone goes in and dunks or does a layup this thing will whip down and follow that uh Oh no, I I've seen it on like, the TV, yeah. the ball TV like, like it follows is, the
0: ball through the hoop. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I know, I know it's the, the exact, you know. <laughs> yeah. Camera you're talking it's, about. It's wizardry. There's a lot of so many moving parts. Do you think do you think the human element will ever be like completely removed like it'll I hope get to not. the point where like players are just like wearing a green dot and like a, a camera a, a drone will just be dedicated to them?
1: If we're talking about will there be camera technology that can somehow Pick up some form of like uh, motion tracking on their jerseys and follow them around robotically. Probably. Well, I mean, they already, already got that functional with yeah, some video cameras not. for focusing.
0: No, you already have the little drones that come out of like the phones well, that like just follow people.
1: It well, just follows you.
0: I don't know. I mean, I would hope
1: not because there's a lot of people that work, and they have, and uh, it's a whole community of people
0: support yeah. a lot of
1: people with that. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I like the human element just because I, I think I like being around people, so I would not. Well, that, no, there's I, I mean, always that guy that the lady or man who's back there working that robo cam setup is is stressed. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> it's I guess. Not the way yeah. The be. question, I guess, should not be. Yeah. Do you want to lose your job to robots?
1: No, the robots are coming, <laughs> and the robots don't care. Oh, we're and gonna
0: be watching robots play sports I don't soon. Watch
1: robots play sports? Are you kidding me? No,
0: I, I love like a good demolition derby Battle bots?
1: No, and uh, if we're talking about allowing like modifications to your body in the NFL, like you can cyberpunk and get like an extra shoulder or something. You know, like Ooh, if you if you I'd stay in the, if you stay in, if they say all right, everybody's quitting early because they got enough money, but if you hit ten years, you get to mod your body somehow. And you can oh start God. wrecking people. Dude,
0: could you imagine if that's what it was? Dude, Tom Brady will still live to the point where he could get modded.
1: Yeah, he's going 50. I got my TV12 shirt on right now.
0: Tom's going to, uh,
1: he's going to go to 50. I think he can do it's it too. It's looking like it. That guy. It, it's looking like it. They have a Subway commercial with him where he's like advertising and uh, he's holding a Subway sandwich. And in your mind, you're like, there's no way he'd ever eat that Subway sandwich. And then so the other person, it's like Steph Curry or something, is like, you're not going to eat that sandwich. And he's like, nope, just holding it for the commercial.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your your trainer would literally kill you if you ate that. (laughs) Yeah, my trainer
1: is standing right over here and he's going to shoot me with TB12 juice if I don't, if I look at this sub sandwich. Thomas, I read his book. It's the craziest book because he's like, he's got a hilarious personality because it's like so blank. It's almost like American Psycho if he wasn't like an evil character. Yeah uh so he's just all about his like body he, he one time he got hurt and he didn't like that and then he hired this guy and they started working on stuff and he eats real clean and then and, and and it's like that's all he does
0: all day so he oh did, no yeah he, it's a it's a 24 7 thing to be tom brady is yeah he he's on that michael jordan juice but wouldn't it be for sure shouldn't it be if yeah. you're to, oh, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. that guy if you want you to be wanna, as you gotta successful strive as Tom Brady, excellence. you should sacrifice your life. That's what it should be.
1: I also... I don't see Tom Brady doing TV.
0: I don't think he has a personality. I don't more. think
1: so either. I think he's funny. Yeah. But I think he like... I think he's, he's very blank. He's just like, nope, I'm going to drink my wine. I'm going to drink half of my body weight in water and i'm gonna make sure i have some um, fish with quinoa and I'm gonna...
0: but who knows what tom brady retired looks like maybe like he just like becomes the perfect actor <laughs> like he just becomes cena 2.0 i don't 0. know
1: if he if he's got cena level chops
0: we're who gonna have to we're him? gonna have to wait 20 years to find out when he retires
1: no he's got like <laughs> seven years He's going to go to 50.
0: Um well I, that, that I mean I, yeah. I guess since we're running out of time here this is what I want to ask since like you did have more of a or uh, completely organic sports experience in your mm-hmm. life um you really got to appreciate uh sports for the sake of sports and like enjoy the players and like the characters and all that. Yeah.
1: I guess I was a single yeah. I was an only child so I was enjoying a lot of it in a you know watching it yeah. and playing the game so it wasn't like tied to other people.
0: Yeah and then you got to work in it which is super cool Mm -hmm. um so i guess my final question here is across your history with sports what would you say or who would you say is like been the most like i don't want to say impactful but who did you enjoy or enjoy seeing the most Uh, this is a, a difficult question like for me, I guess it would be like the 20, well, for me, the answer to that question that I'm struggling to get out of my mouth would be like the 2019 LSU team. Seeing them play was like something super special. Uh, I'm glad in my sports history, I got to see something like that occur. I'm glad I got to be a fan and catch several of the games. Was there any time in your life or like even player that you looked up to that was like, man, him? Like,
1: I think, I mean, as a kid, I grew up squarely in the Michael Jordan era. Okay. So that was a phenomenon. That was like the year that he won seventy two games. I think I watched almost every one of those games. So, so Michael
0: Jordan. So those like,
1: uh, yeah, up in Pineville we had WGN. Mm-hmm. So we had and we had a channel out of Atlanta. So we had every Braves game, all of the, uh, the Cubs games, and we had all the Bulls games. So you could watch them. Mm-hmm like you watched them they come on prime time and you had access to every single game so watching that season when they went to 72 but also being like a huge carl malone and john stockton fan Mm -hmm. that was fun it was wait did they do the 72 season against the sonics or was it the jazz oh i couldn't No, it was the sonics i have no idea because they
0: played the jazz (laughs) in the last two yeah. yeah my see that, that, that so that's i guess the well, they won
1: three to- in a row that was like the, that was so awesome to see that happen yeah
0: so um so that was kind of like your you're the i love this shit moment like i like sports i think this guy from makes a, me like likes
1: yeah being like an 11 year old or something yeah, yeah that was great um now i mean i just you live in the area you're in so i mean i just was <laughs> yeah, cool to go? see you know it's cool to see people like Drew Brees or like Tom Brady it's just cuz again i'm not i'm not that invested in whether he wins or not i just think oh this is an interesting person um
0: yeah. well i guess i my question yeah. was like what was the spark in your sports career that made you like stay a casual fan because you know things can make you you know go or leave like when i talk to a lot of people and they play sports usually it's a bad experience or terrible play within that sport that made them quit you know mm-hmm. it's usually they had a bad time playing that sport and it yeah. made them want to be out I now mean, like going to them then
1: i would say yeah. i would well, say well that's you never the, you
0: haven't had too many opportunities to have a bad experience other than potentially the work of yeah, it yeah but it's
1: always cool to go to any kind of big event and mm-hmm. uh i mean one of my earliest experiences i moved here was going to see the hornets play and they like lost in uh against the knicks but uh yeah. I like going. Like even when we go to the Pelicans games and
0: stuff. So you just uh, love the whole theatricality. The whole thing. Yeah, and
1: yeah, it's like a show.
0: Worship and show. Uh, all, and then yeah. when the
1: game starts, yeah, you're just watching the flow of stuff. I mean I like I get my knowledge is like not deep. Mm-hmm. I know the few best players, but I couldn't tell you who we acquired or got rid of in the off season. I know Drew's not with us, I because I saw him yeah. play a championship. Yeah. Uh, so It doesn't dampen my enthusiasm, though. I'm still like, yeah, I'm waiting for the season to start. I wait, it's coming up. Like, I'm excited about that.
0: I'd imagine there's people who don't like sports at all and still could appreciate the whole going to a live sporting event. It's a
1: show. And then we got got the craziest halftime show. You might see a magician. Oh, yeah or a set of, a set of se- senior citizens doing like some kind of dancing um, love that stuff was it
0: uh, Red Panda who was the lady who did the, the spinning plates on top of a unison I'm not sure
1: but one time they straight up brought out a, a damn uh, <laughs> um, oh, like a rope and they had a lady walk across it and I was like how is this the halftime show but so like, like sl- she made
0: it. So just like a slack line, like a low level. No, like, they like came out rope? and
1: they set up like some stands and they had them like a hundred feet apart and them them set apart. They put like a t- a taut rope and like a rope walker. What's the word for it? A tightrope walker. Tightrope walker. Yeah. So it was like, uh, well, it like New Orleans did version the court, of so it's it. So it was
0: like a slack. Line. They did. <laughs> it was just well, I C2 mean, they trees.
1: they pulled it tautly. Okay. She walked across it, and that was pretty cool. But I was just like, how did we get to that booking? they were like, well, we got through everybody. We can't ask Hot Eight to come back.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I know that. Uh, so supposed
1: to go down there and do card tricks, try yeah. and watch it from the three hundred section.
0: So I I, that, I know I said that was my last question a minute ago, but now I want to know last question, final thing before we get out of here. What has been your favorite halftime show that you've ever filmed, seen, been a uh, Oh,
1: damn. Um, I got to work a Master P basketball tournament once, and all the No Limit soldiers were there. All of them. <laughs> and the babies, and all of them. And it was probably the most surreal experience. And, yeah. uh, and in the halftime, they shot like a music number because oh, they were man. like, they had camera crews there because they were like filming it for a. A TV show or something.
0: You just went to a Master P concert with basketball going on. The they
1: market. weren't like really doing the songs. That's uh, awesome. and yeah, they were lip syncing them, but it was oh, weird. Sort of. uh, and that was fun. Uh, I mean, yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember, you know, Nipplegate that was a big one that mm-hmm. was a turning point in time oh yeah well that,
0: that was yeah. like, grand. That, like we were all there for Nipplegate it happens even if you weren't watching you were forced to watch Nipplegate
1: yeah Justin needs to atone
0: yeah someone needs should to do call. a duet someone needs to call him out for that yeah.
1: Justin should do a duet with her called I'm sorry for exposing your nipple yeah, on TV sense, you want to get conspiracy theory though you think that was planned you think she had the thing Um, on like like it looked like it it might have been planned it
0: seemed a little bit like hey we may or may not do this be ready for it and i think think
1: they had it as a bet they had it as an alternative like j look jt jt if you're feeling it
0: go for it that's what i think happened
1: and she was in on it she probably looked at him and said jt
0: if you're feeling it go for it i think she might have had those the little um she had things on she did She not pays they were like they were ornamental yeah, they were very ornamental, yeah. pasty kind of Seen things. planned. And so, like, yeah, obviously that was kind of planned. But at the same time, she probably, like, put that on. And then yeah. Justin, like, Justin was like, ooh, can we show that to America? Yeah. And she was like, Oh, if you're feeling it, honey. Yeah. I don't I, know. And maybe they fucking... went
1: too far. I mean, yeah. they had a great show. They were probably feeling it. It was a it. good show. They were like, look, this thing is kicking ass. And let's just do it. Because yeah. everyone wants to see. And, well, and, and, and they're already showing people's butts on NYPD Blue. <laughs>
0: Yeah, America's already, America's already changed. Yeah. yeah. Let's let it go. Um, well, we'll end it on that weird moment in time. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Give a shout out. Uh, push yourself. No. Nope. Just nope. check out a live sports experience. Uh,
1: yeah, go see a Pelicans game. Go see a Pelicans um, game. If we get a baseball team back, go see our baseball team.
0: Rest in peace, baby cakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, this has been Just Say No. Have a good one.